Hi, welcome everybody. Uh, we're excited to have a couple of our alumni come and talk to you. They reached out to Mrs. Abinaj and have a great story that we've gotten here the last two hours. I've already heard it twice and I'm excited to hear it again. So I'll turn it over to these two and let them tell their story. Hey, well, thank you guys for coming. Uh, you know, I know all your teachers probably made you come to this, so uh, we're going to be happy if you guys are just listening. And uh, hey, we got you out of class on a Friday, so let's get into this. So basically, um, why we're here today, present to you. Um, first of all, we'll kind of establish some credibility, let you guys know who we are, um, what gas money is, tell you a little, about the, a little bit about the company. Um, but this is the main reason we're here, is we want to talk about five lessons that we used on our pathway with gas money. Um, that helped us um, get to where we are today with this app and that we didn't really learn in school and we think that you guys can kind of take something from. Um, and then finally at the end we're going to have a Q&A so if you guys have any questions about the presentation feel free to ask and um, we're also going to be here after if you guys have a question that's more personal you don't want to ask in front of everybody so um, feel free to come up on the over. Um, then I guess to kind of give an intro, um, like Mr. Ian said, we're both high school graduates from Davidson High School. Um, he's class of 19, I'm class of 2020. And um, basically we met as double partners on the tennis team. Um, there's a good picture of us, um, Austin tells us. He doesn't like that picture. And uh, basically what we did is, um, Austin was working towards a tennis scholarship at the time that I met him. Um, he was super passionate about tennis. At the same time, I was really passionate about my academics. So. Um, we both kind of had a really busy lifestyle, but at the same time we wanted to find a way where we could make money and um, not really be under control of the boss because let's say we wanted to work at a fast food place, um, we'd have to clock in at certain hours, um, we wouldn't really have that much control over our schedule. So um, we kind of tried to brainstorm ideas that we could do um, to make money without this boss. And um, what we kind of decided on, and Austin will get into it a little more on um, the next slide and decides to follow. Um, is that we were going to call this company Gas Money, and basically what we did is we got a couple of used lawnmowers, uh, some new wreckers, and we just went around um, door knocking and started a little lawn care company. So, go ahead and go to the next slide. So this is kind of like a show you the, the current or the end before we show you uh, the kind of the backstory in the beginning. So, this is where we are today, and this is kind of the reason, one of the reasons that we are in front of you guys. Um, we were able to uh, actually start Gas Money when we were 16 and 17, um, you know, going to Davidson High School just like you guys, sitting in the same seats that you guys do. Uh, and we just kind of thought a little bit, um, we just wanted to take a different approach on life. Um, we didn't want to go work at a fast food restaurant, kind of like Rob said, uh, or work at, you know, just like the standard high school job um, that, that society kind of, you know, puts out there. And we wanted to make a little bit of a difference in the community too, so we decided to uh, like Rob was saying, you know, get a couple push mowers and, and different kinds of things like that and, and get started. But um, today, this is where we are. Uh, we were able to create and develop uh, with another company out of California, a mobile application uh, that you can actually download on your iPhone or Android uh, uh, from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Um, what you can do with this, it's, it's kind of a cool thing. Uh, first of all, we're trying to promote entrepreneurship, business, um, you know, life goals, things like that, and young generations like yourselves and like us. Um, you know, Rob being 19, me being 20 now, uh, we still, you know, we're not much older than you guys. Um, we're, we're very similar. Um, and it just shows that, you know, you, you can't really put an age on success in life. Um, and you got to just, just keep striving for your goals. So uh, this, this, a little bit more about the app too. Uh, it's raise your hand just, just so I can see who's heard of DoorDash and Uber. Yeah, pretty much everybody. So um, if, if that's the easiest way to relate, um, you know, that's kind of what our platform 
is, uh, is set up as. You can sign up as a contractor, an independent contractor, so essentially you own your own business at that point. Uh, you run your own show. Um, you, can, you can basically accept jobs that come in, you can decline jobs, you can work as much, as little, and charge all of your own rates uh, that you believe what you're worth. Um, and so with that being said, um, the, the services right now that are on the Gas Money app, um, there's about 18 different services, and they're not, uh, you know, some are very, very different than just lawn mowing, landscaping, uh, snow removal. Uh, there's a bunch of different things, you know, car detailing, uh, window washing, holiday decorating. It's kind of relatable right now. Um, you know, if you know how to do anything on uh, with with your, you know, with with whatever you want to do, uh, if it's around the house or anything that you believe has value uh, that you can offer to your community um, and make a little bit of gas money with. You can actually go on here too and suggest a service that we can uh, go over. If we approve that, um, the, the, the way that we can approve that is um, to be able to cover you guys under our insurance policy. Uh, so you guys are protected on the job no matter what you're doing. Um, and if you have a skill that's that's not offered on Gas Money and you want to uh, you know, use this platform to get yourselves out there to clients in the community and make some money doing what you have a passion for, um, you can go on here and do just that. Um, once that's accepted. So that past slide um, was basically to establish credibility so you guys know what we're about, um, what we're doing. Um, definitely the main goal of this presentation is not to get you guys to join Gas Money. Like we're not trying to recruit you guys or anything. Um, we're just kind of using this to um, show you guys like what you can do if you set your mind to a goal. So basically our mission, why we're here today, um, is to provide young adults with the opportunity to become their own boss, which is the Gas Money app so that they can develop real-world skills in communication, leadership, and accountability. We're hoping to cover these bottom three points in this presentation so we can kind of give you guys some education about that. Um, over in the corner, um, there's a couple pictures from when we used to work. Um, that was kind of how we started out, literally just like basic equipment. That lawnmower, I'm pretty sure, probably was 10, like 30 bucks. It was bucks like 20 on. bucks. Yeah, yeah, 20, 30 yeah. bucks. Like, and literally, like we probably mowed like hundreds of lawns with that thing. And like basically, like we started out with pretty much nothing, and today we have a mobile app out on the store, so kind of the whole point of this presentation, what we're going to get into is anytime you have a goal or a dream, it's a lot easier to accomplish if you really put your mind to it. So now that I was saying, you know, showing you current time, um, now it's back to the beginning. Uh, like, like Rob said at the very beginning, um, you know, the only reason that this kind of came about uh, through us is because we wanted to take a different approach um, going to high school at 16 and 17. Uh, we wanted to be our own boss, make our own schedule, and uh, kind of charge and do our own work um, and charge uh, what we think that's worth. So the only way that we thought to do that is to become our own boss and start a company. Um, and we went basically as simple as you can get. Uh, we took to Google Docs, uh, wrote down a couple different things that we knew how to do, we knew how to complete at the time, um, and we thought were worth uh, you know some kind of money from clients in the area. And so we took that, that's actually the original pamphlet um, that we took to Robert's neighborhood and that was the first place that we actually door knocked to see if this was going to be something that the community wanted. Um, you know, we got kind of a mixture of three different things, three different reactions. Uh, we didn't know what to expect. We honestly were expecting just, uh, you know, people to be happy for us, but, uh, you know, nothing to come out of it. Um, but, you know, there was the first one that really made us happy, the very supportive. Um, you know, I have this, this, and this that I need, to, that I need done. Um, let me know when you guys can do it and uh, I'll pay you whatever you charge and we were like well, this You know, that's gonna really work if, if all these people are like this um, That's that's obviously not how it goes in life. You know, everything isn't always gonna go your way So, you know, there was also those people 
that um, you know were questioning us. You know, why are you guys here? Who are you guys? Uh, you know, we would give give you know our little spiel, and um, you know they would take the pamphlet and say, yeah, I'll let you guys know. And then there was the third one uh, that you know we would get a little peek out the window, and then the blind would close, and uh, that was without having to tell us any words or even open the door. Uh, you know, get off my porch before I call the police. So that's exactly what we did, and we kept walking, uh, but but we kept pushing forward. And um, with that being said, at the very end of this uh, this slide, um, building those relationship skills and uh, being able to interact with people of all different ages, of all different backgrounds, was something that we didn't really get out of high school uh, or just you know school in general, um, because you know you're kind of always around the same uh, same kind of people, the same age. Um, you know, similar interests and things like that. Um, but in, you know, once you're done with school in the, the real world, like some people like to call it, uh, once you're out of school and you're in your, your, your career, uh, whether it's, you know, a professional career, just some career that, um, you know, you're just starting out in, um, you're going to be interacting with a ton of different people. And if you're able to build this skill from this young of an age, um, you're going to have extreme uh, success from the get-go instead of having to learn that you know, after high school and then after college, and then uh, you're kind of behind the curve. This will set you really ahead of the curve at that point. So uh, the first lesson of the presentation is don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, basically, one of the things that we learned early on is a conversation goes a long way, because when we started out, we did not know anything about business. Um, I mean, we had like general knowledge, but um, we, were start, we were about to start a company, um, lawn mowing, landscaping, and there's a lot that goes into that that we hadn't thought of before. So um, we actually started out by reaching out to Ms. Avinaj and Ms. Woodruff. Um, we had meetings with them. Um, and it kind of seemed weird at the time because we were students. Um, we were kind of like reaching out, them, reaching out to them to get advice. But um, looking back, like it's one of the best decisions we made because um, they kind of helped steer us in the right direction. Um, with gas money, give us the right advice we needed. And um, we also spoke to business owners and legal professionals, legal professionals in the area, um, one of them being Austin's aunt. She has a company out in Flint, a big truck equipment company. And we spoke with her um, kind of about how to set up our LLC and everything, um, which we'll talk about in the next slide. But I guess to kind of apply it to your guys' lives, um, I know personally when I was in high school, uh, I focused a lot on academics. Um, I was really passionate about my grades and everything. And anytime I get like a question in a class, or like I, if there was a question I didn't know how to answer, like a topic I didn't understand, like I would feel like almost embarrassed to go up to the teacher and ask, so I'd just like look it up on my own um, and try to figure it out for myself, just because like for some reason like I didn't feel like it was like it was cool to like ask the teacher, you know what I mean? So kind of with gas money, um, that kind of taught me the lesson like don't be afraid to ask for help. Like anybody that's helping, especially us, like we're here to help you guys. Like it feels so good to help people, and anytime you ask somebody for help, like they're definitely they're not gonna just say like no, and if they do, then like you don't need to talk to that person. Um, so I guess you could take one thing from the slide, like conversations go a long way and anytime you have a conversation with somebody, um, it's going to most likely lead to a connection or a mentorship, um, which Austin's going to get to in the next slide. So yeah, like Rob said, this goes hand in hand. Um, you know, once you're able to get over that fear of reaching out to somebody that uh, either has been through what you want to get into, uh, is going through what you want to get into, or is just starting out uh, just like you are. Um, these people are the best people to be around because you can bounce ideas off of, you can bounce your problems that you're having off of, um, and, and the best part to find solutions and find easier ways to get to that next step. Um, uh, like, like you wouldn't have had if you were just, you know, going to Google and, and trying to learn everything on your own. Um, I think another, it, to, to go into a little bit more detail on that, 
Um, you know, some people that have been through what you want to get into, you know, somebody that's already in that career, that's already seen some successes. Um, if you're able to, you know, connect with a person like that, they've already been through those, those struggles, those hurdles that they've had to jump through, um, those, uh, you know, roadblocks that they've had to go around. Um, and with you kind of going along with in, in following their journey and kind of getting a push in the right direction from them, um, you're going to be able to learn not only how to solve those problems uh, before you even, you know, interact with them, before you even get to them like those people did, um, but you're going to get to that goal or, or whatever you want to get to much faster because you're able to have that person to bounce those things off of um, and have that, that knowledge and experience coming from them and, and essentially giving you that experience without having to go through those hardships uh, for like, like they did. And like Rob was saying too, um, with my aunt, you know, I, uh, my dad actually uh, was a, um, a kid with, with 10 kids. Uh, that's that's who we grew up with. So I have a lot of aunts and uncles, a lot of cousins, um, a lot of people that I could have reached out to uh, in the family. And, um, you know, my aunt was just another person at a family event. Uh, I didn't have, you know, a big relationship with her or anything, but I knew that she uh, was involved in a large company uh, in the area. So I said, maybe she can help us. Um, you know, at the very beginning of our company, uh, like Rob said, we didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of knowledge, a lot of um, experience, any experience actually in business or entrepreneurship. Um, so anybody that could help us that have already went through that would have helped. But um, you know, we, we reached close to home uh, with a family member, and we reached out right away, and we're able to get a meeting set up like literally in less than a week. Um, and that was one of the most crucial meetings because it was able to set up our business structure on how we have to organize our business to become legitimate. Um, and, and, you know, ta pay taxes and things like that and how to do all of those things uh, that we didn't want to, you know, have to sit through classes to learn or have to, you know, Google and, and find out all these things on our own. Um, having a conversation is much easier to absorb uh, for ourselves, I guess, and for a lot of people um, instead of, uh, you know, having to just read something and try to comprehend everything. Um, and I think that's what we got out of that mentorship. And also uh, another mentorship I can bring up as well, um, one of my other cousins that lives down in Texas, um, I barely knew him, honestly. It was uh, one of those guys that you know moved away at a young age. I just knew that I was related to him, uh, but he was in the tech industry. And this is when we wanted to start the app uh, and start developing the app, but we had no idea which way to go with it. And um, just reaching out, it was literally like 10 o'clock at night. Um, you know, I had him on Facebook, so I you know messaged him. And we were able to set up another meeting with him, uh, you know, not much longer after um, other meetings that we were having uh, with other mentors. So um, that also pushed us in the direction of how to create the app. And that's, I mean, without him, I don't know if we would have that or have uh, even close to what we have today. Um, and, and that's the best thing that you can get out of a mentorship. Um, and, and it's got to be a long-term thing, too. You know, you guys can help each other and, and build off of each other's successes and uh, continue to go towards your goals and get there. So that leads into lesson two, which is do what you're passionate about. So um, whether it's a business idea, a career, or something that makes you um, that makes you make money, um, do what makes you happy. And this is a perfect example. Um, Tyler's a creator and Nardwar. Um, Tyler is a rapper. Um, a lot of you, pretty much all of you probably know about Tyler. And then Nardwar interviews rappers, and um, they're pretty funny. Like. Pretty much every interview, like you can tell, like he's just loving, loving what he does. 
And that kind of leads into like a lot of people in life think that there's a certain path that you have to take and you have to get a nine to five job and you have to be, um, you have to follow basically like what everybody else does. And a lot of times there's people who <laughs> want to stray, stray away from that, but they're scared like, okay, like, what if I don't get money from this? Like, they, they put the money over the happiness basically. And what we're trying to say is, um, I guess to kind of go off the second point, gasoline never really felt like work to us. Um, when we were both in high school, uh, I know I mentioned Austin was working really hard towards a tennis scholarship. Um, he finished tennis practice and then he'd go play at Jennifer's Grand Bunny Place. He was grinding. And then me, on the other hand, I had a lot of homework. I was taking a lot of AP classes working um, for my school, for my academics. And at the same time, we had gas money. Um, and it was super busy. Like we were working like 40, 50 hours a week during the summer. Then we'd get home and then we'd do scheduling, talk to clients, everything like that, make sure we were running the business. And all of the stuff that we were putting into gas money, um, really never felt like work to us. Like, first of all, we got to work with our friends. Um, I think that's a huge thing. You gotta like enjoy the environment you're working in. Um, and we really were enjoying that a lot. Every day was new. Um, but at the same time, like we were happy and all the money that we made with gas money, we actually, um, like the personal money that we made from jobs we kept obviously because we gotta pay for gas, um, stuff like that. But all the money that we made as a platform from the commission fee that we take, we've reinvested in the gas money for app development and stuff. And that just kind of, the, the, the satisfaction of putting all of our money back in, um, instead of taking it and letting the greed of money take over, um, is what led us to have the app today. And it really kind of shows how the reward of us um, kind of putting that money into the app instead of taking it for ourselves really makes us feel better and more happy than if we would have just taken the money itself. And I guess, um, finally, this is a good life lesson for a good life lesson for whatever you do in life is uh, to find happiness first and then the money will follow. So um, I guess kind of what we're doing right now, um, we're not really even thinking about money in the long term. Like our goal with this platform is to grow it as big as we can, have as many people on it so we can change and impact as many lives as possible. Like the reason we're here today, um, we're not paid to be here right now. Like we're truly here because we want to help somebody out. Even if it's just one person in this audience, like. It would mean so much more to me, and I know it would be more to Austin than if we were getting paid for it. Um, and I guess to kind of like go back a little bit to doing what makes you happy, like um, I use this example in the past presentation that we did. Um, like, if, say you're an art major in college, right? A lot of people harp on like art majors or like majors that don't typically make that much money um, right out of college. Um, but both these guys are artists in a way, and look how much money they're making, look how successful they are, and most of all, look how happy they are. Like, as long as you enjoy doing something, and you really put your mind to it, and you have passion about it, um, the money's gonna follow um, eventually. So I guess if you could take one thing from the slide, do what makes you happy. Um, don't worry about what other people tell you to do. As long as you're happy, that's all that matters. You don't need a whole mic. So first of all, with this slide, lesson three, think and be different. I'm really hoping that uh, you guys can, you know, um, relate to one of these people on here. They're extremely influential people. Uh, you know, in the, the music industry, uh, you know, the tech industry, the finance industry, the motivation industry, uh, and the business industry with all of them. Um, you know, these people, whether you like it or not, have changed life as we know it, um, you know, for all of us because of them being able to think uh, and have a thought and have an idea and being able to take that to the next step and, and take a different approach than other people in life. Um, and the way that that started is wrapping their heads around uh, knowing that there's no set pathway to life. Um, you know, it's, it's really easy to fall into, especially, you know, going through school, uh, grade school with, with having to go to elementary school, uh, you know, middle school, high school, and how high school kind of sets you up to go to college, 
another four to 10 years, depending on what you're gonna major, uh, sometimes even longer if you kind of take some time uh, to, to figure out what you wanna major in. And um, with that being said, society kind of shows that, you know, a lot of people have went that route. You know, a lot of people have gotten that, that dream job or that nine to five that they're able to work until they're 59 or 60 and retire. Um, and have you know some years left to uh, to live that retirement, but um, if you really think that you have an idea, and that's what this all every single slide comes down to, uh, if you really have an idea that goes against that, that goes against society, that goes against um, you know basically the thought of there being a pathway to life and you trying to make your own pathway, then you need to go for that. Um, and that that's that's what all of these people did. Uh, that's what all of the people that you guys know today on social media, um, all of the influencers, they took that different approach and they put themselves out there and it ended up working for them. Um, this is another thing too. Uh, sometimes it's not the best to follow the trends, um, to, to do what all of your peers are willing to do. Uh, a lot of times that will be the easy approach. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna come off as, as you know, some, some perfect person. I cheated a lot in high school obviously on, on tests and things like that. Sorry, Mrs. Zob, sorry, Woodruff. You your GPA but, <laughs> yes, but I passed, I passed through high school. And, um, you know, but a lot of times that's not, you know, that's the easy approach. That's the easy way to go because a lot of your peers are willing to do that. Um, but if you really have a goal to, you know, get into a big college, um, you know, get a job that, that you have to get into um, something with your GPA or with your SAT score, then you really need to put your mind to it and, and take that hard approach and, and be different and not you know try to try to take the easy way out. Um, and last but not least, dream big. Uh, there's no such thing as any goals too large. Um, I think Elon Musk said it best. Uh, if you're going to give yourself, um, if you're going to clean your house, let's say you're going to clean your house or your room. You know, I know your parents probably force you to do that, but um, you know you're going to clean your room and you give yourself ten days. You know, you're giving yourself that small goal that it's going to take you 10 days and it'll take you 10 days. Let's say you give yourself a big goal and give yourself two hours. More than likely, it's going to take you two hours unless your your room is like, you know, 5,000 square foot or something like that. It might take a little bit longer. But with that being said, um, dreaming that big uh, makes makes those those small goals, you know, not not seem. Or, let me turn that around. Actually, those small goals, when you when you make small goals, it makes it that much easier to kind of push those off. Um, like, like I said about, about that quote from Elon Musk, uh, you know, you're making a very small goal to do a very small thing every single day in order to get to that goal of cleaning your room. But when you make that big goal, you're actually gonna do so much more than what you think that you're, you're uh, what is possible in your life um, in order to get to that goal. And you're gonna continue to stay consistent and, and really try your best and you'll complete you know, 10 times, uh, you know, 20 times those small goals um, if you just make that one big goal and continue to push for it. Yeah, and this slide um, definitely ties in, obviously, with where we're at right now and with the last slide, which is the high school mindset. And uh, this is basically the idea that you need to make your decisions based on what your peers think and not based on what you want to do. Um, and I was actually, I had this mindset in high school, and I'm sure a lot of you guys do too, where um, you're always thinking about like what you're wearing, who you're hanging out with. Um, Basically, everything that you do, you're kind of in the back of your head thinking, like, what are my peers going to think of this? And once you graduate, um, a lot of people have said this, that I've met in college, and um, that's why I like college, too. Like, everybody's kind of just doing what they want to do. Um, but you're going to realize the only opinion that matters is your opinion of yourself, and your goals are the only ones that matter. Like, 
let's say you have parents who went to college at U of M for four generations, and they want you to go to college too at U of M. Um, if you don't want to do that, that kind of ties back to um, doing what you want to do, everything like that. But if you don't want to go to that college, if you have something better in mind, then you need to do what you want to do and not worry about you getting judged by your parents or even like, heaven forbid they like take you out of the house or something. Like, I don't know. But basically it just comes down to, you got to realize like nobody's really paying that much attention to you. Like there's so many people in high school, even more people when you get to college or when you go to a trade school or when you go to the military, um, everybody's thinking the same things about themselves. Like they're, they're paying more attention to themselves than, than they are to you. So um, basically don't let the fear of judgment stop you from doing what you want to do. And um, a huge um, influencer that I want to bring up from the last slide um, is Cole Bennett. I'm not sure if you guys know about him, but um, he's actually really close to our age. He's 25. Um, he's the owner of Lyrical Lemonade, which makes music videos for huge artists such as like Juice World, Rest in Peace, um, Eminem, Jack Harlow, and he is super, um, super successful. And basically, um, I watched a TED Talk that he did um, called Mindset is Everything, and I actually rewatched it last night just so I could kind of retell his story. But basically, Cole Bennett grew up in Plato, Illinois, which is about an hour out of Chicago. And he always had a passion for hip hop, the local rap scene, SoundCloud rappers. And basically what he started doing is he would uh, kind of write blogs on these rappers, um, interview them, kind of kind of fuel the scene, um, get them a little more um, well known in the area, stuff like that. And as he kept, as he was doing that in high school, um, keep in mind he's 17 years old at this time, um, he kind of had the idea of like, hey, I could, I could maybe go somewhere with this. So he talked to his mom. Um, kind of about his idea of making like a website for blogs and uh, music videos and they came up with the idea His mom actually gave him the idea for Lyrical Lemonade and um, the next day he went to school um, That's all I could think about because um, he's a he, obviously he's similar to um, us a lot of people who have big goals um, As soon as he talked to his mom about this idea He all he could think about is like oh my gosh where did I go with this? Um, so he at school the next day he started jotting down on a piece of paper like the kind of like sketch of the website and everything and um, once he finished the sketch, he showed it to his friend, and his friend was like, dude, like, I don't understand what you're trying to do here. Like, nobody's going to like that. Like, you shouldn't be doing this right now. Like, basically kind of just told Cole Bennett, like, his idea was stupid. And this kind of comes down to the high school mindset. Like, if Cole Bennett would have had that mindset of getting judged by others and letting that dictate his future, then nobody would know him today, and he probably would have, like, never accomplished the goals that he did. But instead of using that um, here, and he actually said in his TED talk, like it actually like went to his heart, like man, like this person, like what if my goal like isn't actually that like smart? If you would have let that happen, then you would have been where he is today. But instead, he kind of used that as fuel, like oh, I can't wait to prove this person wrong. Um, I really am confident in this, and he ended up putting all of his dedication into lyrical lemonade. Um, throughout high school, he started getting with more and more upcoming rappers. He actually booked um, Lil Uzi Vert. I think it was eight thousand um, dollars for this like. It was kind of like a festival, um, very small scale, just at a venue with like, I think maybe like a thousand people could attend it. And that was kind of after he had started Lyrical Lemonade and everything. And um, he booked a little Uzi Vert for $8,000. Um, he had to put a down payment down and everything. And the show was two months away um, from when he booked him. And in those two months, little Uzi actually like blew up. And by the time the show happened, um, he was like one of the biggest like rappers like that had blown up in that time and that like worked out perfect for Cole Bennett where it actually like helped him blow up his platform and then it kind of connected him with people like Kanye West and like very influential rappers so I guess we could take anything from that story of Cole Bennett super inspiring if you guys want to watch the TED talk um, it's called How Mindset is Everything um, it's very inspirational especially since he started out at 17 he was in your guys' shoes um, 
definitely check that out. But if you guys can take anything from that story, it's literally just do what you want to do. If you're confident in your goals and nobody else is, who cares what everybody else thinks? If you're confident, that's all that matters. So lesson four, failure is a part of success. Um, so the first thing I'll have to say for this one is what a lot of people aren't going to tell you uh, at this age, uh, but don't take it negatively. So you guys are going to fail at some point. Um, you know, a lot of us probably have already failed. You know, you, you got a bad grade on a test. Uh, you didn't make the basketball team. You didn't make the, you know, the, the, the marching band. I'm not sure if they do trials for that. But, um, you know, all of those things. Uh, you, you, you probably all had failures, but um, they're, they're just, they're, I hope that you guys look at those as very small failures, especially at this point in your life. Um, but even better, you got to look at those as basically the problem that uh, your approach had. And, and that problem is there. Every problem has a solution. So um, first of all, what you have to do, just like we talked about uh, in the last couple of slides, uh, you got to find, you know, that thing that you're passionate about, what you want to go into. And a lot of times, you know, everything isn't going to go your way. Even if you really love what you're doing, um, you got to just keep going and, and get through those failures and learn from those failures. Um, if, if you're able to really create a solution for every single failure that comes about, you're going to be able to do anything that you, you could possibly imagine. Um, so that's the biggest, biggest thing. The first thing, the second thing, the fear of failure. Uh, obviously, you know, we're humans. Uh, we all have fears of everything. Uh, fear of failure is definitely one of the biggest things that we've seen, um, in, in everyone. Um, you know, you're afraid to go up in front of the class to present, uh, because you get a, you think that you're going to get a bad grade or, uh, you're afraid to take a test or you're even afraid to fill out a, a job application because you think that, you know, they're paying people too much. There's no way that I'm going to be worth, worth that amount of money. Um, but all of those things are that fear, fear of failure. Um, if you're able to get over that step, just like, uh, you know, a couple other steps in the past couple slides, like, uh, you know, not having a set pathway to life, um, that's kind of the start. And then if you're able to not be afraid or be less afraid of, of those failures that could come about with going towards your goals, then you're going to be able to do, uh, you're, you're going to be able to go for that. You're going to be able to turn that idea into action, that action into execution, and that execution into reality. Um, and last but not least, uh, I kind of already grazed over this a little bit, but um, you know, whenever a path of action that you're trying to take, more than likely that first one is not going to work out. You're going to have a failure, but you can always change that path of action. It, you know, nothing tells you. There's no roadmap really for anything. You know, even if you're you're applying for colleges and uh, and you want to apply to some very prestigious school, you know, you you don't get in there, but you get into uh, three others that you apply to, and that's that second path of action that you go towards. You know, you try your best in there, and you, you're able to get out there with that uh, still, you know, a degree which is extremely uh, prestigious today. Um, you know, getting that college degree and going into whatever your career is. Um, just a couple stories too about this slide. Uh, Elon Musk. So, I hope that you guys know him. Uh, raise your hand if you've made money off Dogecoin. No, maybe. I know. I know you guys didn't sell quick enough. Come on. But no. Uh, uh, who, who thinks it might get to a dollar? Raise your hand. Still today. Okay. Respect. Keep keep holding it. But uh, anyway, Elon Musk. You know he was kind of a big part of that on Twitter and everything. Um, but. With this presentation, actually, that he had with the Cybertruck was a huge failure that happened in front of thousands of people at that time, and now millions of people have seen this presentation around the world. Um, and actually, it was the Cybertruck pulling up, and uh, you know there was this big guy with one of his assistants 
um, that had a, a steel ball. And he said that these, all of these windows are actually bulletproof, so bulletproof that you can just chuck a steel ball at it and it's not gonna break, it's just gonna bounce right off. You know, uh, he actually told the guy, he goes, you know, put your back into it, come on, show the crowd that, that this can really do what we're saying it can do. Shattered right away. It literally, he threw it and it, it looked like he just kind of lobbed it. He didn't even throw it that hard, but a steel ball, you know, uh, has a lot of strength behind it. And what it was, you know, obviously what he thought was gonna happen, what he was confident in, didn't happen. Um, with that being said though, they probably right after that, just so that didn't happen again, you know, go back to the machine shop, uh, make sure that that's all fixed up and, and finding that next approach and that new approach uh, to make sure that those failures don't happen again. Um, also another one too, with Muhammad Ali, you know, obviously that's that's kind of before my time, before your guys' time too. Uh, but we all know still that he's he was one of the greatest, um, you know, boxers of all time. So with that being said, even though this picture shows him, you know, hitting the canvas, uh, possibly being knocked out, nobody nobody really thinks of him like that. Nobody thinks about the failure that he had when he got knocked out. They think about his greatness and, and as well as all of these other influential people because they were able to get through those failures and keep going towards the goals. Uh, That's one of my favorite quotes. It's actually my senior quote. It is, no mistakes in life ever. It's only lessons by Big Sean. And uh, this applies to pretty much anything in life. I guess for you guys, I'm going to use a lot of relatable examples that I um, experienced in high school. Um, obviously, when you fail a test, like, it doesn't feel good at all. But when you fail that test, you look at the mistakes that you made. The next time you take that final exam and the test questions are on there, you would hope that you get those right because you learned from the mistakes. And um, even more applicable is like relationships. Like high school, um, college especially is a time where like you kind of figure out like who you want to be with the rest of your life. Like you figure out what you like basically. And a lot of times when people break up, they're like pretty depressed about it, right? You, you're really connected with this person. Um, you either broke up mutually or it was like a bad breakup. But whatever happens, no matter what, you're gonna have those experiences from that relationship. And as long as, even if you didn't make mistakes in that relationship, as long as you learn from those mistakes, you're gonna be even better off for the next relationship you go into. So um, I thought that was a really good thing to bring up. And then also a quote um, from Cole Bennett actually is, you cannot control the circumstances in your life, but you can control how you react to those circumstances. So um, anything that happens, whether um, it's like a hardship, whether you fail a test, um, any sort of failure that happens in your life, if you don't learn from it, then you're never gonna get better and you're never gonna overcome that failure. It's always gonna be easy. But if you use any failure you make as a lesson and you learn from it, then you're only gonna improve. And that's um, the case with everybody. I mean, Elon Musk, like Austin said, that steel ball, um, that was a huge failure at the time, but it ended up exposing, I mean, that clip went viral and it ended up exposing that clip to millions and millions of people. And yes, the window did break. I mean, there's a steel ball getting thrown at it. Like, it must have been like, if they thought it wasn't gonna break, like, then that's pretty impressive because if the steel ball hits a window, like, usually it's gonna break. But the main thing from that is, it's not necessarily a failure if you look at it the right way because think about all the people that got exposed to the Cybertruck and were like, wow, like, look how cool this thing looks. Like, even though the window broke, like, I don't think there's gonna be anybody out on the street like throwing steel balls at me, so like, maybe I'll buy this truck. You know what I mean? So, um, just to kind of recap this slide, I mean, it's pretty simple. This quote, um, definitely remember that for the rest of your life. Always try and make the best out of a failure. So, lesson five, last but not least, uh, your mindset determines your future. Um, you know, you guys, I hope all know this guy, um, big thinker, uh, a lot of his ideas, you know, were turned into a lot of things that we know today as just normal. Um, and that, that's kind of the first thing that, that I want to talk about with this slide. 
how um, you know everything that we know today, life as life as we know it, all stemmed from an idea. Um, you know, it all started with uh, you know somebody thinking about some some great architect or something. You know, uh, thought maybe we could build a skyscraper with, with businesses. You know, all all in the skyscraper or or a, a bank in the skyscraper, and that's that's why New York City is what it is today, and all the big cities today. Um, you know, schools. Uh, you know, people thought maybe we should educate the youth um, in a way that that we believe is going to help help them in the future, and um, that's why you know schools here today. You know, I, I don't know if a lot of people uh, here is happy about that one, but it's okay. Uh, we got to do it. We got to get through it. Um, and kind of the next thing to go off of that, all of those ideas that they had, they had a very, very clear vision on them accomplishing those goals. Um, you know, it all started with uh, them thinking about, oh, maybe I can do this. Uh, you know, maybe I have what it takes. And then it was that confidence, kind of like that last point, that, um, you know, they saw, they saw things start to happen. When they really took that idea and they took that first action, you know, even if, you know, something happened good and then they had the first failure, something still happened good, you know, and, and they were able to push through that failure and take a new approach and continue forward. And that's where the confidence really starts building into what you truly believe uh, that you can accomplish in life. And um, the next thing, too, about this, whenever you do take a risk in life, there's going to be stress with it. There's going to be stress with anything. Um, you know, taking a risk not to study the night before a big exam, you know, that's a pretty big risk. And, uh, you know, there's going to be stress that when you're taking that exam, you know, you're sweating a little bit, probably, oh, I don't really know this one. And, uh, it never feels really good to, to guess, uh, you know, on tests or anything like that. But hey, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of goes along with preparing yourself as well and preparing yourself for that, those potential failures uh, that you're going to have to overcome. Um, and learning how to control that stress is a huge part of uh, you know, mental health and everything like that, and having to, um, you know, be able to, to not take it all out on yourself and to, to know that you're, you're still acting, that you just got to keep moving forward. And while you do that, the confidence continues to build, you continue to act, you continue to make things uh, become a reality, and uh, that stress just is going to soon go away um, once you keep going towards your goals. And then uh, one more slide to go off that last one is um, no matter what you're doing in life, I know I mention it all the time, but whether you're going to college, military, grade school, um, doing a business like us, you got to dream big. Like you only get one life and if you want to make something out of it, um, the best way to accomplish any goal is to make a bigger goal than that. Um, like, I mean, Jeff Bezos, um, pretty controversial guy, whether you like him or not, um, you can't deny the fact that Amazon's one of the biggest companies, like I'm sure everybody in here has used Amazon at one point. And um, the, the, the impact that he's had through Amazon all started as an idea. Like, look at the two differences in that picture. Um, I mean, he literally like was selling books in his garage and now it's a worldwide company for, um, for selling and online commerce and stuff like that. So when Jeff Bezos was doing that stuff, um, obviously he had really big goals. And the bigger the goals are, the more motivation you have and the more action you'll take to accomplish these goals. And that's kind of like looking at Austin and gas money. Um, we always had that goal to make the app. And in our minds, that was a huge goal. So each step that we took to get towards the app was actually another goal that we were accomplishing, but they just seemed smaller at the time, right? Um, and that's kind of with anything you do in life. Like say you want to become a doctor. If you want to go to medical school and pass medical school, that's a goal in itself, but it doesn't seem as big as the goal of becoming a doctor and actually working on people doing surgeries, everything like that. So um, another thing to mention too is your life goals are going to change, uh, most likely, within the next few years, especially at this time period. Um, personally, my life goals changed. Um, I don't know if you guys know what actuarial science is, um, but basically it's um, 
mathematicians um, that work with statistics for businesses such as insurance companies and consulting firms. And um, they work a lot with numbers. And I was really into math in high school. Uh, math, not math. Um, so I really like wanted to go for this. And that was pretty, pretty much like my life goal like all throughout high school, even in middle school. And once I got to college, I was like, all right, I'm gonna major in actuarial science. Like I'm gonna work this job the rest of my life. Um, it starts out at 100 grand. Like what is there to lose, right? And um, once I started taking a class for it, um, I actually like had a rude awakening. Like um, obviously, like I mentioned, I was really academic in high school. Um, I studied a bunch for the first test in my actuarial science class, and I got a 10%. And it was a multiple choice test. Like that was probably like the stupidest I've ever thought in my life. But at the same time, I was like, okay, like this has got to be a reason. That, like this had to happen for a reason. So. This failure, like probably one of the biggest failures like I've ever experienced. Instead of like letting it get myself down, instead of like breaking down and being like, I don't know what I'm gonna do the rest of my life. Like I had this um, goal to become an actuary. I was gonna have guaranteed income. Um, I realized like me and Austin have gas money, and like yeah, we're not making money like that much money from it right now. But like we really are passionate about it, and that kind of goes back to the slide about doing what you're happy. And when I was in college, um, when I had that test failure, I made a decision. Um, like, do I want to really stress myself out the rest of my life and do this job, or do I want to do something I enjoy and um, chase a dream that I have? And it's it's a really big dream that we both have to spread this platform. And um, I made the choice to switch majors into a business major. Um, I'm in finance now. And the connections I've made in um, finance have helped us out so much um, compared to what I would have learned um, doing actuarial science. And I guess just to kind of emphasize, like, any change that happens, you got to embrace it. Um, change is not always bad. Um, a lot of times it's actually good. And this kind of leads to the last bullet. You're going to regret the choices you don't make in life more than the ones that you do. Um, and to kind of give you guys an example of that, like, think about if Jeff Bezos had never actually, like, started selling books. Like, what if he never, like, tried it out? I mean, where would he be today? Um, nobody would have known him for the guy that he is. Nobody would have known who he is. Um, and I guess I kind of relate again, Cole Bennett. If he wouldn't have followed that dream that he had of Lyrical Lemonade and he would have let his classmate bring him down, then he, he would probably be somewhere way different today. Um, and that's kind of like a big thing. Like if you have something you want to go towards and you're scared of failure, you're scared you're not going to make it, you just got to go towards it, um, whether it's a career pathway or anything in life. And uh, a lot of times, even if you do fail, at least you learn a lesson from it. So just a quick recap, guys, um, on all the lessons that we were going over. I'm really hoping that you guys learned at least one thing or take, you know, take something from this. Um, we're just really trying to, uh, like, like Rob said at the beginning, um, you know, this isn't obviously it was at the very beginning, you know, a small thing about gas money and, and what we're actually doing today. But this is so much bigger than that. Um, we just want to make sure that, you know, you guys realize that if you really are dreaming big, if you really, uh, you know, make big goals for yourselves in life um, and, and go for what you truly believe in, you're going to have a much better and uh, much happier life. Um, so number one, don't be afraid to ask for help. Number two, do what you're passionate about. Number three, think and be different. Number four, failure is a part of success. And number five, your mindset determines your future. Um, just one more quick thing, you know, uh, I think we, we talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but you know, we were 16 and 17 when we started this company, sitting in the same seats that you guys are sitting in every single day, doing the same kinds of things. Um, it's all about, you know, you guys all have the ideas. I know you do. It's all about just taking action and uh, making those things become a reality. Uh, if we can do it, you guys can too. Yeah, so uh, Austin said, great. Um, 
I hope you guys learned at least one lesson from this um, that can apply to your life. And like I said at the beginning, um, we're opening up a Q&A, so if you guys have any questions, feel free to raise your hand. Also, if you guys want to learn more about us, um, that's our website. Those are our socials. Um, you can also feel free to like reach out to us on Instagram if you have a question that you don't want to ask in person or on Facebook, anything like that. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys learned something, and we appreciate having you. And does anybody have questions? Um, so I guess I'll go first on this. Um, coming I'll, from a coming from a college dropout too, so we'll have two different perspectives. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. So what I did, um, you know, I ended. <laughs> thanks for calling me out. <laughs> so what I did is I, uh, you know, like we kind of mentioned, I was a tennis player and uh, I was trying to go to college um, with using tennis as kind of something to help pay for that. Uh, I ended up doing that. I went to Adrian College. It's a small, you know, small private school. Um, over in Adrian, Michigan, and um, I, I was going for business entrepreneurship, so that was my major. I kind of knew that I wanted to do what we're doing today, um, and essentially, I think the only thing uh, on this part, like, college is made for the right people. I think that that's my biggest view. Uh, I was not that right person because I kind of knew and we were already doing what I wanted to do in life. Um, I was just kind of going to college because that's what, that's what everybody else did. Um, but in order to not do that, you just have to kind of make that decision before going because it's very expensive. Um, you guys probably all know that by now. So, um, you know, don't dig yourself a hole that you don't have to. That's yeah, and I guess to kind of give, yeah, and to kind of give my opinion on it, like I'm a sophomore at Florida State right now in business. Um, I think that college is very beneficial, especially, uh, essentially, like, if you're gonna become like a lawyer or a doctor or something of that degree, like you need to go to college, obviously. Um, if you're kind of in our shoes, um, where you want to kind of become an entrepreneur, you want to learn about business, stuff like that, um, I would recommend community college because um, you still get all the benefits of making connections, you still get professors that you can talk to, um, but at the same time, you're not putting yourself in debt. And I think the biggest thing, uh, obviously the biggest thing when it comes to college is the decision if you want to put yourself in debt, or if you're um, blessed enough to have a scholarship, um, then definitely go for college. But you got to... There's a lot of factors to consider. Um, obviously, if you're going to become a doctor or a lawyer, that degree is going to pay back for itself over time. Um, but if you're in kind of a situation where you don't know what you want to do in life yet, community college is a great start. Um, but overall, like I said, um, college is, like Austin said, college is meant for some people, not meant for other people. And if you don't think college is meant for you, um, there's a lot of other options out there. Uh, what is an example of something that you guys have failed at? <laughs> um, yeah, there's been plenty, definitely. Uh, that's a great question. Um, I think the first one, uh, and we kind of talked about this um, in a different class, uh, but I think it's just not doing the things that we wanted to do and are doing now, um, you know, sooner. Uh, because we had to get over, and that's why all of those lessons, essentially, we had to learn on our own. Um, and the biggest one was the fear of failure, uh, not being, you know, having that, that much fear um, in order to take that next step. And uh, you know, not not being able to get over that sooner, I think that was that was the biggest failure of mine, um, I believe, so far. Yeah, I just want to add something because I know we might be running out of time, but now is the best time in your life to take risks. Um, like literally, like if you're an adult, like it's a lot harder to start up a business because you're actually needing income to rely on. Whereas when me and Austin started gas money, like obviously we still lived with our parents. Um, we had money coming in, like, like we were getting fed, we didn't have to worry about where our next meal was coming from and stuff like that. So if you're in a situation like that, 
and you have an idea for something, then go for that idea because now is the best time for you to branch out and take risks. And I think like what you're asking about the hesitancy to like move on an action because of the fear of failure. Like once we realized like now's the best time to go for that, like then we really kind of started picking up momentum because this is truly the best time to go for your goals. Yeah, so uh, I guess I can answer that. So far, we've been um, we've been making a profit. Um, I think our margin is about ten percent when you don't include the app development. But since we've invested everything back into app development, we've pretty much been steady around like zero, just because yeah. literally all the profit we make from. Um, so basically, I'll kind of break it down. So we take twenty percent of all the jobs that are completed. Um, and I know that sounds like a lot. Um, we want to bring that down or figure out a different method. But every job that's completed, we reinvest that into the app to make it easier to use, um, to make it better, and everything like that. So it is profitable and in the long term. Once we have the app really where we want it to be, we'll start uh, making a profit. But until then, we're just going to keep putting everything back into it. Kind of see where we can take it. You talked about the importance of mentorships. So how did you go about finding the mentors that have helped you? What would you recommend to these guys as they're trying to seek help from mentors? How do they go about doing that? Yeah, so I would say the biggest thing is try to find somebody who's been in your, uh, who's like going into a group, who is a, in a field, sexist, that are, so like try and find somebody who's in a field that you're going for. So like if you want to become a doctor, um, reach out to like a local doctor, like if you know a family friend that's a doctor, like reach out to them. Um, like for our example, we reached out to a lot of people that were involved with business, uh, business teachers, business owners, um, and they all helped us out. And I guess the biggest thing is um, you can find a lot of good lessons from people who even aren't in your field too. So literally like anybody can be a mentor that you want to reach out to. Um, especially if they're older than you, and especially if they've done what you want to do in life. Because um, I made this um, comparison earlier, like if you read a book or listen to a podcast, um, you have to figure out how to apply that to your own life. But if you go to somebody who's actually done what you want to do, um, they can specifically tell you what to do based on your own situation. And um, it's a lot easier than trying to figure out how to apply these, uh, this knowledge to your own life. So pretty much just anybody, anybody you think can help out and reach out to. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else? That's perfect. We're good? All right, perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Guys. Guys.